Hi, I'm Mystic, aka Cynthia, the Gabby and Spontaneous F-bomb dropping Virgo who likes to sort socks. And I'm Mind Power, Michelle, the highly inquisitive, science-loving hypnotherapist who reads and walks a whole lot. You're, You're listening, listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic. We are wildly curious and we want to talk about how spirit meets business, how self-expansion meets love, and how relationships meet life's true purpose. Because it's our belief that there are invisible cosmic forces tying things together. My passion is for the powers of the mind, human nature, and the development of inner strength. I help people transform by investigating their subconscious and reframing or rewriting their internal thinking. My get-off is helping people discover their cosmic irony, where their biggest fear is actually their greatest strength. By uncovering these things, they can revolutionize what they do and how they do it. We want to share how people grow and become bigger, more integrated, more fulfilled, more passionate and inspired in their life's journey. Listen in as we explore transformations, shifts, and finding the ahas while making space for serendipity, the unknown, and magic. Follow us and expand your sense of what's possible. And have fun along the way. Dive in and see how Mind Power Meets Mystic. Hey, 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 and welcome to Mind Power Meets Mystic with my pal, Michelle Walters, Mind Power, and me, Cynthia Varkavisser, Mystic. And today we are going to ping pong back and forth to talk about amazing women in our lives who have inspired us, whether they are women from the past, women from the present, or young women. Actually, I guess that's in the present as well. So <laughs> let's start. We're doing this for um, for uh, Women's Month, right? In March. Yes. Yes. So upcoming is International Women's Day. And we decided that we were going to make the month of March be about women. And so hence the spirit of this episode. So here's where we're going with this. Michelle and I want to talk about women's empowerment. We come from a generation where a lot of women had to work in the quote unquote men's world in order to make it. I mean, I even think about those power suits that women had in the 80s with the big shoulder pads and so that, you know, they're super masculine up top. And then they had uh, mini skirts, which I still love that look, by the way. But that was a message in itself, which is I'm super, super powerful. And yet I need to show my legs to, you know, to, to have my femininity. So um, let's start. I wore those suits. You didn't I did them. too. I wore those suits. <laughs> I did too. I had one in black with the blue top. It was, you know, it was, it's still a great look. Um, I wish they would come back. And at the same time, I don't want them to come back because I don't think it's necessary anymore, right? We're in a different time. No, we're in a different time. Fashion, so, and fashion has changed dramatically. That is true. Yeah, thank goodness, right? On some of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, but I still want to fit into an overall set. I think those are kind of timeless. I wouldn't mind looking a little hip hop-ish. Overalls. Time. All right. Yeah. No, I used to have overalls. I, I've been kind of jonesing for some new overalls. See? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's still back in fashion. But anyway. So here's what I want to do. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about a lot of women that we admire. And I always think about when I need to, um, you know, reach a higher level. I always think of someone as an example. So first off, 
When you think of a woman who has inspired you in any way, shape, or form, who do you think of? J.K. Rowling. Really? Well, yeah. I mean, the woman created like a billion dollar empire by when she was totally broke, sitting around writing books, using her imagination. I, I think that she is an outstanding example of somebody with phenomenal and kind of unreasonable. Well, I don't know, Harry Potter's genius, but um, amazing success, uh, creative success where everything came out of her head. Right. Right. You know, I mean, and it, it came out of her head. I think it must've been, it, somebody asked me once, cause I wrote a book. Did I channel it? No, I didn't channel it, but in some sense, J.K. Rowling came up with all of that Harry Potter stuff. And, and so she's somebody I, I think is pretty fabulous. I love that. I love that. And who doesn't like the Harry Potter series? I know. There's kind of something in it for everybody. So what right. about you, Cynthia? Who's somebody who comes to mind for you? Actually, I have two, but I'm going to start with this one. And you may or may not be surprised. Lucille Ball. Oh, gotta love Lucy. Right. I do love Lucy. I love um, I love how she stood up. So I've read a few things about her. I don't know tons about her, but I do know that she came in as an actress. And um, when they were talking, they, the public, were talking about how fabulous and how funny Lucille Ball was. She made sure to send a copy of her script where everything, every action is actually scripted and so you know lucy looks pensively as she goes into the one that the the manuscript that she was showing or the script was the one of her um uh grape stomping oh of course the grape stomping right yes. freaking hilarious she also um had an interracial marriage right yes With, well well before that was popular not even yeah not even cool and it was great that i was looking at them on tv when you know races race racial things tensions were still well not like it's not now but um and I saw Desi Arnaz I saw her and I just thought he had an accent you know I didn't even think of them as an interracial couple and then the last is that she was super gutsy and had her own production company exactly right? she's she's well noted as one of the most successful women in Hollywood maybe right, still. right. Yeah. Because she she made a lot of the decisions. She and Desi made some strong independent choices together. Right. But she was quite a businesswoman. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we we think of Lucy as the woman stomping their grapes, but you know, at the end of the day, the woman was brilliant and a genius. Absolutely. And, and a risk taker, right? That's what I was going to say. She's got it all for me. She's a risk taker. I mean, the fact that she picked up Star Trek when no one else wanted it. Yep. And then who didn't, I mean, and you had, um, gosh, now I forgot his name, O'Hara and, mm -hmm. or is it O'Hara or Uhuru? O'Hara, right? No, it's not. Um, I know who you mean. Yeah, O'Hara and Sulu. Yeah. yeah. O'Hara and Sulu, right? I yep. mean, so, you know, again, it's, it was you know, well, and I love that she's somebody who where in, in some fields of her life was incredibly serious 
Mm-hmm. And then in other parts of her life, she's a clown. Right. You know? And and I think it, it it just goes to show that you really don't have to be limited. You don't have to be a clown and not be serious. You can be both if that's who you want to be. Right. Look at her. Pretty amazing. Did you she, have a second person? My second person was Mae West. Ah, Mae West. I, I know who she is, but tell me why you love Mae West. Mae West um, celebrated uh, sensuality. She was smart. She was witty. She she was also very polished in a certain way. So um, I didn't get to read a whole lot about her, but everything I come across is just so smart. And the way that she portrayed herself was not as a victim, not as um, someone uh, weak or, you know, dependent, you know, that's. No, that's no, no. One. She has a very, and you think about sort of Mae West compared to like a Marilyn Monroe. Right. And they, they both have loud feminine energy and feminine power, but they come from very different places. Right. 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 And um, I'm not, I think Marilyn Monroe knew very well what she was doing and how she was playing the game and was doing it very intentionally. Right. Um, But it's a, it's a different energy than a Mae West energy. Exactly. That is the truth. That is the truth. Who do you have else that you that you think about when you are pulling on strength? I remember my teacher, Karen. And Karen was Karen grew up in sort of the 60s and trained as a hypnotherapist in LA in the 70s and she was an intuitive down in Brazil and and Rome and she was somebody who knew how to use her, knew how to use her feminine power to, mm-hmm. to continue to maintain and grow her business year after year. And not a lot of people got to meet Karen. Unfortunately, she passed about a year and a half ago, but she's somebody that I knew personally who had a lot of power and, and it came from a place of knowing herself. Karen was a she was a woman in all senses and, and that's the energy that she very much wanted to own. And so you didn't get to meet her, but she's somebody I look up to. What about you? Well, if you're going to talk about your Swami mommy, I'll bring up mine. <laughs> Connie Jackson, my Swami mommy, who I met by chance, you know, friend of a friend of a friend, actually it's a friend of my mom and my mom's friend never got a reading. But took my mom, I know, took my mom, um, she got a reading and, and then didn't tell my dad, which is really interesting because my dad was the one that was interested in readings and gave me the gift of getting a reading and, um, and there blossomed a beautiful relationship. Connie um, um, was biracial in a time when it wasn't cool to be biracial. So half Filipino, half white. She grew up as a migrant worker. Oh, and wow. yeah. One of her dreams was to have a flush toilet, uh, inside bathroom and a car. That says a lot. Yeah. She didn't have formal education. She, if you talk, if you would talk to her about her her education, because as a migrant worker, you're always catching up and you never really got to go to school full time. She 
ended up with all these angels that helped her graduate. And then when she decided to go into hair, which I think she fell into, people helped her graduate. And she, I've never seen anybody trust their intuition as much as she trusted hers. And she would tell people amazing things. And she was also very open about most, I mean, she's a human being, about most of her anxieties. So, yeah, so it was back in the good old days where everything was in person. And we're talking about the 90s. So um, if it was a new place where she was going to teach, she was afraid to drive by herself. So her really lovely husband would drive with her the day before, made sure that she knew where the stopping place is, if it was a long distance away, just, you know, took really good care of her so that she was packed and ready to go and felt confident to drive down to her place, uh, you know, where she was going to have a class. So really, really sweet. She impacted my life so much. And I don't know how much compassion I would have without her. My mom is an, an incredible person. And, you know, she was raising somebody who the Dutch word is unbeschoft and unbeschoft is like borderline rude. So my mom would say that to me all the time, and, but she would say it with love. She's like, I, I don't know what, I don't know how I got you. You know, you're so unbeschoft. <laughs> is so, her borderline rude? Yeah. I can't remember what the word is, but it's a great word. I actually love it because there's, there's something to it. It's like a little bit bratty, but okay, bratty. And <laughs> that's you picked this friend my friend I did pick this friend I did <laughs> well and I think it's cool you're bringing up uh, an international woman right I mean part of part of what I think is so cool about International Women's Day is it's a day to think about women all over the world right and you know you and I see a teeny tiny slice of the world but there are all kinds of women who'll be celebrating International Women's Day this year, including, you know, executives in Taipei and uh, native people in Africa or India, like, you know, women in China, like this is a, I get excited because it's like an international day. And I know women overseas who, whose husbands make a day of it, frankly, and bring them flowers and treat them nice. And we don't really do that as much here in the U.S., but I would like to see it happen. <laughs> I would too. I actually, when you told me that, I I thought you got to be kidding me. Usually, it's like, "Hey, sisters, International Women's Day. Let's talk about our businesses. Let's talk about our wins." Right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but um, and I do think it's a good day for for the ladies to be together, right? right. To right. hang to hang with your sisters, to 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 be present with your female crowd. Absolutely. But no, I thought it was really cute when I heard about these husbands bringing flowers. I was like, well, how to get huge brand points. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, uh, you know, I got to start telling people that, you know, it's not, it's, it's, it's actually better than Mother's Day. I can't know. I take that back. Being a mom is something completely different. There's, there's sacrifice on a completely different level. I'm not judging either way. But the thing about International Women's Day is, uh, you are celebrated for your wins, regardless of right yes. of yes. what the wins are. Yes. Yeah. It's really just sort of a celebration, I think, of of femininity 
of, of the feminine energy of, of feminine power. And, and I think it's completely reasonable to take one day out of 365 to, to think about that. Right. Right. Hey, everyone, we are uh, Cynthia and Michelle, otherwise known as Mind Power and Mystic. You are listening to our podcast, Mind Power Meets Mystic. Today, we're talking about women's empowerment or the people, not or, who are also the people that inspire us. So while we're at it, let's talk about this feminine energy and like this movement that's going on as well as, I mean, we'll still talk about our idols and, and our teachers and the people that we, that inspire us. And at the same time, let's talk about this feminine energy. I feel like it's finally getting recognized and yet the recognition is still very small, but we're being recognized. What do you think? I, I think so. I feel like there's more energy going this year in 2023 to talking about, I mean, let's just start with talking about sort of what defines a masculine energy from a feminine energy, not from the perspective that those are right or wrong, but there is a polarity. There is a difference. And as it's all been said before, women have a touch of male energy in them. And most men have a touch of female energy in them. And for some people, the balances are dramatically flipped. Right. Right. um, I think it's useful to think about those two different energy in sort of the constructs of of a yin yang perspective, you know, because those distinctions have been been part of civilization for thousands of years. Right. Right. I agree. I like to tell people, in my opinion, that feminine energy is the engine. Or the air, the energy, and that the masculine energy is the steering wheel, so that your boat is going where it needs to, or your car is going in the in the direction that it that it needs to go to, or that the um, that the feminine energy is the bow and the male energy is the arrow. Same thing. It's the feminine energy that uh, propels, and it's the masculine energy that provides the target the direction the direction right yeah no I think those are beautiful I haven't heard you share those before Cynthia I love those yeah you know I got I got lots of them I got lots of them them. you've been doing this a while (laughs) so I think what for me that the women that I love and I find that that they are empowered is that they embrace their feminine energy and they know that the masculine energy must be used to go to the place that they need to go. And the people that interest me the most happen to be women who do more than one thing, which is hilarious to me because I'm like, holy crap, I don't know how to do one thing. And these, they're- And and, and person yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, that's what I was thinking. I I was thinking about the women that really inspire me and they do more than one thing. So what about for you when you think about like these empowered women and what they're, what they're doing? Well, I guess that's true. Um, I, I think that, I think that women with a lot of power are likely to be bored, frankly, doing one thing. I don't know. I, I, maybe it's my Gemini moon. I, I don't know, but <laughs> I, um, I, I get bored 
easily. I don't have ADD. I'm thankful in that regard, but, um, I, but I do get bored easily. And I think that for a lot of women whose, whose energy is very high, mm -hmm. you know, you, you have to keep, keep going, keep turning it over. And so right. you would, you would have multiple interests. That is true. I also like, I got this cup from business coach, uh, Katarina Rando. And the cup says empowered women, empower women. And I love oh, that. That's well. nice. I, yeah, I think it's great. And I love that because I think of feminine energy as much more cohort community, you know, um, collaboration, all those things. And I'm not saying that men don't, but I do believe that it's this thing where the, with the feminine energy, and it's because of this feminine energy with community and collaboration that we do have the ability to rise all together, which is a nice, a nice, nice thing. It's interesting. I've been, I've been studying a little bit about women and about women's networking. And there've been some recent studies to determine that women succeed with different kinds of networks than men succeed with. I find this fascinating. That makes so sense. Men succeed with broad networks, lots and lots of people. And, and you know, all of them, maybe not super well, but you know, a lot of people and they've done research now and shown that the women who are most successful in networking actually have two kinds of networks. They have a network that's like the male network that's broad and has lots of less strong social ties, mm -hmm. but they have a second network that's a close circle of inner friends that they can relate to much more deeply. And it's, I find it really interesting that I think it's just a difference in the way men and women relate, but women who don't have that inner circle of closer networking partners mm -hmm. don't do as well. You can't just have a male system. You need to have a female system. And this is this kind of insight that I think is really makes sense for us to talk about what's different in, in the way a male energy versus a female energy runs. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I also like typically that female energy run businesses tend to look at their employees in a different way. It's a little bit more holistic. I'd say that's true. Right. Yeah. W women, from everything I've read, I think that's accurate to say that women are, I don't know what's the right word, a little more emotionally involved, a little more compassionate, a little less worried about um, some of the metrics and statistics that that we have to use to run the business. Um, I mean, that being said, we live in a really male energy dominated world. You know, um, this isn't, this is a world where that really runs based on metrics and time checks and um, very logical kinds of, you know, setting the direction sort of ideas as opposed to like different kinds of energy or soft energy or attractive energy or slow or evening energy. Like 
those kinds of energies, which I think are better embodied in women or more classically embodied in women, um, they're not what runs the world. What, what, what runs the world are, are very male dominated metrics. And I think that that may, that may slowly change a little bit over time as, as women lead more companies, as women become more and more empowered, but it's, we live in a pretty male oriented world, in my opinion, which is why I like International Women's Day. Right. I agree. I agree. I find it really interesting that um, big companies have wellness, have wellness programs. And I don't know a bunch of them, but I can tell you the ones that I do know are run by women. I always, and I think that's really interesting. And, um, you know, in wellness, it could be, it could be anything, but, um, and actually the fun part is in the holistic field, it, they do include anything. So, uh, when, when I see the wellness things that are coming through some of these tech companies, I just crack up. I'm like, it, it, it totally makes sense. And nothing I would have thought of because I always go to the woo, you know, let's go do this. Let's go do that. You know, energetically let's feel energy. So, um, but that doesn't, that doesn't happen. So let's circle back before we have to close up. Cause we're already at that place. The time flies, I, Cynthia. I Always does. You're, yeah. You're so amazing. That's why. Well, I'd like hanging out with you because you're so amazing. <laughs> I thank you. All right. What um, do you got going on this month? It's March. It is March. My March madness has to do with shutting the fuck up and listening to your heart. So it's shut the fuck up, listen to your heart or STFU. It's happening in Middletown, California, March 23rd through 26th. And it's actually going to be amazing. There's going to be time for silence and to be by yourself, times to connect with one other person and get to know another person and actually really remember what it's like to connect on an intimate level. And it doesn't have to be sexual. And, um, and then of course, really getting back into the community and all those things help you really understand what your heart wants. What is your purpose? Because your heart will tell you that as well as your calling through your, your purpose, which is a very long way of saying, Hey, I got a retreat coming up. What about you? (laughs) So my March madness, I'm calling mindset madness. And it's going to be on the evening of March 14th at 6 p.m. It's an online class. It's a class about setting goals. So we're going to talk about what does it take to set a goal and achieve it. And then the second half of the class will be hypnosis, all focused on goal setting. So if somebody listening is interested in that, please come to my website and check out the deets. Sounds good. All right. It's been a lovely time with you, Ms. Michelle. You too, Miss Cynthia. All right. Have a great International Women's Day, everybody. You too. You too. All right. Thank you so much for listening to us. We are Mind Power Meets Mystic, Michelle Walters and Cynthia Vargabister. Please hit like and join. We have lots of information, good advice, and fun, fun, fun guests. And we hope to see you again very soon. Bye. You've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic.